Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Big wheels keep on turning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Oh, lots of red cards. Man City drop points and Mitrovic bagged a brace. Away we go. Hi, gang. It's the week of Mitro. Good to have you here, Pete Marcus Donaldson, Luke Moore. <laughs> Who is on fire, Marcus? Marcus. Put him out. Put him out. Dows me. <laughs> Marcus Speller in your ears with those two chaps. Jim is back this week. Back on Thursday. Jim mm. Campbell, that is. Comedy's Jim Campbell. So Ooh, baby. we've got that to look forward to. But <laughs> right now, we've got to uh, talk about the Premier League that just happened on the weekends. And let's begin with the entertaining affair that happened on the south coast between Bournemouth and Everton. There was a lot of red cards knocking around. There has been so far this season, mm. and this game had two of them. And it was another uh, example of the comeback kids. Absolutely. We talked about it, um, and they keep doing it. They keep on doing they it. They never they're know at, they're when the, they're beaten. Well, yeah, and also they're just at their best when they play with a handicap of one or two goals. It's Tell insane. You what, it's reminiscent of when Leicester City won the title. <laughs> they were, it it's now. reminiscent of an intensity problem. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, they were a bit like that, Leicester, towards the, at, the, at the start of the season when they won the league. They were the comeback kids, weren't they, for a bit? <laughs> Shall I give you a quote and you can tell me who said it? Mm-hmm. I know I've Was made it? a mistake and there are some lessons to be learnt about yesterday and I'm learning the hardest way. I apologise to my club, teammate and fans. Ooh. Richarlison? Correct. <laughs> yeah, Correct. I would, to which I would say, if you're going to do a head, but do it properly. Well, yeah. I was going to say, what's... I want to say that's not a sending off. Well, it, there is a, it's there, pathetic. It's, like, come it, on! It's 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 it is a sending off. Is it though? But it's a <laughs> just keep really, saying. It's that. probably <laughs> it's probably the lamest way to get yourself sent off. You know. I just think it's, it's so it's just pathetic. 
if you if you, if he pushed someone ever so slightly with his hand, all this kind of oh well, it was in in the face. So what? Mm. Well, well, I mean, the the rhetoric is fine, uh, but there are laws written down. About Violent it. conduct. No, well, it's not just that actually. There's there's I think there's two. I've just got them here. There's two, four, six, eight ways you can get sent off. Okay. One of them is entering the video operation room. <laughs> Oh wow! So maybe you did that on his way. So running no. into the video operation. Where, yeah. where is even is that? Is that we... in like the Andy Townsend stat truck Might outside? Be. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I want to get sent off that way. That's wonderful. <laughs> but I think we can rule that one out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, there is one which says just it's just serious foul play, which yeah. is obviously down to the referee's discretion. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's decided that that was serious foul play because I don't think it is violent conduct. No, really, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing it, overly violent about it. Serious foul play, though. Yeah, I, I, decides I, I, it is. It is violent, kind of. Like they they went head to head, fine, and then he he. But he sort of pushes him away with his pathetically yeah, sticks like, the knot on. But it's like pushing pushing someone away with your hand on the chest. It's a little push because that's different. In, well, you shouldn't. Well, no, again, you get you no, you're running a risk of getting sent off that way. But though, aren't you, you are. But it's different intensities, though. So so if someone puts their hand on someone's chest and just gently pushes them away, in mm. fact, barely even you could barely call it a push because you could barely call that a headbutt. You wouldn't send them off. Would you get sent if, off if, if they did a proper full full shove? Then you'd send them off. So we're the same with the head, I what, think. What about using mm. an offensive gesture? That's mm. that's a red card offence. What, like a wanker sign? Well, it says here, using offensive, insulting, or abusive language and or gestures. Putting the head into someone else's face, is that an, is that an offensive gesture? Well, it's getting right okay. up in the grill. What would no, happen well, if he I'll leaned you, in and gave him a little smooch? We're doing a fucking hour on this right now. <laughs> Get everything off. Everything out to, 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 the, to, the, to the wayside. We're doing this for okay. an hour. Mm. Well, okay, so you, you might have, with a gesture, I might concede there. Mm. Well, I'm going to have to because it's in the rock. Yeah. <laughs> if we find that after recorded that he has in fact entered the video operation room, I should be very Maybe the video operations room is your brain because that's how <laughs> pictures are formed, aren't they? You, yeah. you, the optic nerve does very little work. It just sort of you, tells your so brain what you actually did. So the, the video, so he's trying to enter the video the operation referee, room, aka his head. The referee's the thought police, is that what you're saying? No, so exactly are you entering Get your eyes back. <laughs> Get off. You're out. Enough. Stop entering yeah. my video operations room. Okay. Well, Richarlison, he was sent off. He was. That we can all he agree was, yeah. on. Yeah. Even though, uh, you know, it was Pete. But he was, was sent off and then um, Everton rallied. Just started scoring goals. Well, when you got Super Theo. <laughs> yeah. Super Theo Walcott. That, that was fantastic, wasn't it? He's oh. had a lovely time. He said, and he's, what I like about Theo, he's such a nice chap. So when he, when, when, uh, he was hauled down for uh, for for the second sending off of the game, uh, of course, when Smith went uh, in the in the post match interview, he said, oh, "I was surprised. I thought it was going to be a yellow card." You know, mm. I, th- I just <laughs> you can be a nice chap and, and be but a Premier League. He, he got a red because um, it was dogzo, wasn't it? Was it the gesture denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity? Yeah, that, that, oh, was I that what that's because I was like dogzo. That's what the referees call it, isn't it? He had a lot to do though, didn't he? Well, he was. Quite far out from goal, and it was at a bit of an angle. Yeah, but Walcott himself thought it was going to be a yellow card. I thought it should have been a yellow card. Personally, I thought it was a bit of a Adam Smith wouldn't want to hear that, would he? He wouldn't want to hear that. No, exactly. But do you think Theo Walcott should uh, get an England call up? That's the challenge. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I do think. Um, I I feel like that box has been ticked, Marcus. By the way, but (laughs) I do think that referee Lee Probert um, looks a bit like a sort of poor man's matinee idol. He's got that hair. Right, okay, like, yeah. sort of, you know, like you can imagine, obviously, before our time, but back in the fifties, when people used to go and catch a flick mm, on a yeah. Saturday afternoon, like just some, you know, not fit, not fairly average to middling like mm. film about a man who um, falls in love with a woman or something. Yeah, um, that plot's been done. To Lee, Lee Probert. <laughs> He's got the hair and the look of that. Yeah, I think he'd um, he'd be one of those sort of matinee idols that travelled. 
He'd put the work in. He's not yeah. like he's not like A-list. Yeah. Mm. Did a hundred films a year. <laughs> yeah, Have you ever seen a film, Peter and a Man Falls in Love with a Woman, in your video operation room? Have no, you ever seen a film? I've no. seen um, love being expressed in different ways. I was going to say those kind of films. The, <laughs> I don't think the word love there is relevant no, in the cuddles, truest form. Special cuddles, yeah. yeah um, special but, cuddle videos. <laughs> going back to special. Well, listen. Speaking of special cuddles, yes. Bournemouth team spirit. Must be yeah. fantastic because Incredible. the way they keep rallying, mm. and, and I've, I've often thought down there it would be a nice place to get a special cut. No, it'd be a nice place to <laughs> to to play because they're it does look like a nice environment. Eddie Howe seems to have the run of the place. He seems to, from what I've seen in terms of interviews with him and read articles about him, he seems to run like quite a nice, well, some, but, but it, tight ship. Would it yeah. nice? Well, not that tight because they let in lots of girls. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but would it nice? Not not be nice to see them come out the blocks a little bit more. Um, would that not be something they should should be working? It's on not what anymore? they're good at, is it? Well, what they're good at is going behind. I tell you what, before um, before Walcott got um, fouled, Pickford's um, quick delivery from his—he was under pressure. He was, mm-hmm. There was a couple of players in attendance. It's a great ball, of, and he sort of just whips it on the vol uh, yeah, straight, to, straight to Theo's feet. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. And, and also, I'm not having you saying that the team spirit's not good down there because they keep going behind. Bournemouth are undefeated in the Premier League this season. Have a bit of respect. Yeah. Three matches, mate. Stop and they goals in. A bit of respect for the second biggest team on the south coast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Behind Southampton. <laughs> it was a free hit, wasn't it? It was a free hit. Uh, Michael Keane took a nasty one, resulting in a hairline at skull. Mm. fracture will be out for, they say, around a month, but he won't be training for so, what, three or four weeks, so you'd expect him to be out longer. a little bit longer. I, 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 don't, I don't want to make light of this, but when someone gets like a hairline fracture in their leg, mm. obviously it means like a very thin fracture. Yeah. But if it's on the head, does it actually mean on the hairline? Or does it mean a hairline fracture? Well, like, presumably a bald man could get a hairline fracture of the skull. Well, then I would yeah, know. I, point, I would actually. know. If, it, if it's a bald <laughs> man, I'd know exactly what type of hairline fracture it is. <laughs> I want to know if this hairline fracture, because he's a haired man, Basically. is actually on his hairline. Oh, good point, know, yeah. yeah. I think that must be anywhere on the the hair skull bit. Sure, yeah, it's a I serious reckon, one. Yeah. I mean, didn't Ryan Mason, he had to retire over it? He did, yeah. The fracture of but the doesn't, skull. Doesn't hairline fracture just mean the actual small... I just always thought it was like hair-sized, like very it is, thin. Yeah, But it's weird. You thought right, brother. Mm. The oh, hairline right. on the hairline, indeed. But, but I think Ryan Mason's injury was um, it was a, a bit, lot more, a bit more serious. Serious. It was, it was a fra- it was a proper fracture of the skull, I think. Yeah. Um, Everton, though, obviously disappointing. They were pegged back, but he's against Bournemouth. You know you, that that mm. might may well happen. <laughs> um, I, this this Everton side, that I really think they could do something this season because of old Marco Silva. Yeah. And when they went two 0 up, yeah, they'll come seventh. Yeah, which would be. A, you yeah. know, you think about it, decent season, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've never been more sure of any team in the position, apart from Man City winning the league. I've what, never about, been... what about Watford? I couldn't tell you where they're going to finish. <laughs> I think they're getting a Europa League and have a terrible next season. Who, Watford? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Everton. Everton, okay. Yeah. I, I think Everton will do okay this season, yeah. I like I like the coach, I like what he's doing. That they were a little bit unlucky yesterday, maybe. Mm, but it's their own fault, really, isn't it? Mm. It's yeah. their own fault. True enough. Um, were West Ham unlucky against Arsenal? I, just... I thought they, I thought they were Marcus. I thought they were really good first half. I thought they looked really. Um, You'd have to say it was their really best performance good. of the season. Which, Definitely, I, which I doesn't think, say an awful lot, admittedly. But I, th- I think that they've had a lot of players in. I think they'll find their feet eventually. I thought Anderson was fantastic. Um, he looks lively, doesn't he? Snodgrass should have put them. Um, oh, what two a chance! Up. That was a great chance. And Outovich had chances as well. I, I, He's got goals in him, and especially against the Arsenal defence, who were dreadful uh, at times. Just, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, West, West Ham certainly seemed to start off brightly and Altovic had mm. that chance indeed before he scored didn't he as yeah. well um, and then Anderson was making those sort of drive and runs he looks very good but I mean I know Arsenal are poor defensively at the moment and Emery's obviously doing his nut trying to work that out but West Ham defensively my god I mean <laughs> the, I mean, one of the goals why didn't Fabianski just try and save it he, he was trying to appeal for offside 
while the game was still live mm. and it went just didn't went in the back of the net. Mm. And he and he's looking around at the linesman. Well, just save it. It wasn't even that far away. <laughs> save from it you. and ask the question yeah. after. Yeah, oh, it was offside anyway. Great. I'm pleased to hear that. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because I've saved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not, you're not the assistant referee. Yeah. Mm. I tell you something though, you go talking about that Arsenal back line looking very, very shaky. I looked at their fixtures. They're away to Cardiff next. Warnock will target them. <laughs> <laughs> that, Socrates is going to have 450 balls right on his head. I tell you what. The entire game. We'll find out if he's a good header of the ball or yeah. not. <laughs> they will though, Petey. You mentioned Cardiff and their, and their long ball tactics against but, Arsenal. This is the type of game, isn't it? That, that Arsenal <laughs> were a bit soft at the core. They can be got at. All those sort of cliches that unfortunately Arsenal haven't quite shaken off just yet mm. uh, still good you know decent going forward though I mean a little bit sloppy but they scored three goals and won the game but you would expect old Warnock to be going right boys and we know exactly what we're doing here <laughs> <laughs> I the same. think Cardiff are dreadful I said that last week I'll well, say it this week they're playing your beloved Arsenal next they we'll got, see. <laughs> they, got uh, they got a point at the weekend didn't they, they yes they did yeah, yeah. And, and, and they looked um, um, fighting they looked, yeah. they looked fighting. They looked fighting. They looked fighting fit. They they they're just very violent. They're a very violent team. They're going to see a lot of red cards in the Premier League this season. I think. Yeah. Do do West Ham need a bit more violence in, on the pitch? On the pitch, <laughs> uh, because you talk about Arsenal that looking a little bit soft and shaky, and then West Ham. You know, they had a few chances. Yes, the performance going forward was perhaps a little better because at least they did create chances and. And so on another day, they may well have nicked a draw. They're at home to Wolves next. We'll talk about Wolves in a bit, who look very together. And, and they look like a proper outfit yeah. who could, well, in, indeed, challenge Everton and Leicester City for that for that mid-table kind of notoriety. But West Ham, if they lose their next game. Pellegrini, he's a good manager. He's won the Premier League. OK, it was at Man City, but still knows the league. He's going to come under an awful lot of pressure there. Well, I mean, they've just got a lot of players to to to, to integrate, really. and. I mean, one of their games was against Liverpool away, which is obviously a tough place, mm-hmm. time to start. And they've mm. played Arsenal away as well. And the other game was against Bournemouth. And they run out of legs bad, badly. Mm. And they don't they don't look defensively very solid. I mean, one player that does look good is Declan Rice, the young um, defensive player, who's actually just turned down a call-up from Ireland um, because he said he doesn't know who he wants to represent internationally yet. So he's a positive. But obviously, he can't do it all himself. Home to Wolves, you might learn a lot more about West Ham, I think, because Wolves look decent against Man City and we'll come on to them. But it was a home fixture for them. They got a chance to put those sort of... I mean, you shouldn't really have to start exercising demons like in your second home game of the season. That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but they've got a lot of players to integrate and there's, there's, there, are, there are some positives to take. I mean, Anderson looks great. It looks like he's settled straight away. Um, and there's one or two others who've done okay. I'll, say, I'll just echo what I said um, uh, last week, which is that, you know, really... You can't get away with having an engine room of of Wilshire and Noble. Yeah. You, you, you can't get away with that in the Premier League. Now I know he, he brought in Sam Sanchez and played Anderson sort of more centrally against mm. Arsenal to give him a bit more cover, and maybe that's why they look good early on. But maybe they're also not fit enough, and against teams away from home, they're going to get run ragged. I mean, Arsenal had a good amount of possession, so maybe that was something to do with it. You'd expect them to come up to speed, and, and at some point, but and without trying to sound unfair. That chance that Snodgrass had, oh yeah, he would have buried that for Villa mm. last season in the mm. Championship. He just mm. would have buried it, and it wouldn't even have been thought about. He he has this sort of mental block about the Premier League, I think. Yeah, um, and I was surprised when 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 Pellegrini sort of stuck with him and started playing him. Um, he started doing that in pre season, of course, and he stuck with him. And maybe and maybe he'll come good, but I've got my doubts about him as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I think with West Ham, my 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 worry for them would be you know they've got a good player in Felipe Anderson. 
can't do it all himself. Arnautovic is a good player. And I know he was there last season as well. But you're right. If they don't get the support... He started the season well, though, hasn't he, this season? He has. If they don't get the support from the midfield and the defence aren't sorted out, you could imagine Felipe Anderson losing a bit of interest and Arnautovic just getting mm. really wound up and he's got a bit of a temper on him. And I, it would it would concern me. So I, I, I yeah. sincerely hope... Um, I'm not a West Ham fan, as you know, but I sincerely hope that they do produce a much better performance at home against Wolves. And two two more points, um, very, very quickly. One is that I think West Ham played three at the back quite a lot last season and mm. Declan Rice played. Now yeah. they switched to four at the back and Declan Rice doesn't play, even though he looks like one of their better defenders. So that's a bit odd. Mm. Secondly, if West Ham carry on like this for a month or two, what's going to happen? Well, we know what's going to happen because it's West Ham. The owners are going to start interfering and mm-hmm. stuff's going to start going even more wrong. So the, the pressure is actually on them already. Because and they've got Pellegrini. You know, he's got a good manager there. Exactly. And, 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 and I think that he would have asked for assurances when he took the job sure. because he's a big name and he's done well and he's won the Premier League and he's very experienced. But mm-hmm. whether they'll stick to those assurances, we don't know. Yeah. Will we see a, a, a Cockney... I was going to say, use the word gentleman, but I might refrain from doing that. Will we see a Cockney man perhaps one of the West Ham owners, telling Pellegrini to shut his noise again. We hope not. But yeah, well, that would be a bit rich coming from them because I think they're both even older than he is. I did, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Say the, I didn't say the other bit. I no. just merely said shut um, your noise. And after they go, and after Arsenal go to Cardiff, by the way, they also have a nice day out up in the northeast, don't they, Peter? St. James's Park. So, well, they have not... Uh, I'll tell you what, though, if they, they play like they did against Chelsea... They lost They, they lost their uh, last season, Luke, so... Exactly. No, I'm, so, I'm saying it's a difficult yeah, game for them. Chelsea made really hard work of it, didn't they? Well... Newcastle know how to defend. That, that's the one thing they know how to do. They uh, stifled things uh, mm. against uh, Chelsea yesterday, and uh, no, I, I think it's. Inter- I think I think I'm I'm more I'm almost more worried about Arsenal or Unai Emery's uh, work at Arsenal than I am West Ham to be honest. Because I think West Ham will come good, but Arsenal's defensive just problems just they just. Like... Uh, but the expectation on West Ham is nowhere near as high. Isn't oh yeah, hugely. Well? Yeah. yeah oh, you're nice looking forward to seeing Warnock though. I forget. Big them. Neil. Of course we are. I want to see Neil. Any, uh, has, has Neil and his boys had a, had a televised game yet? They haven't, have they? Yeah, they have. Newcastle. Newcastle. Oh, I didn't see it. Was was Neil on good form then? Because I like it when he's on the telly a lot. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was actually really pleased with the performance. And uh, yeah, we could beat anyone. We love beating us. Well, they didn't beat Huddersfield, and Huddersfield were down to ten men for another half an hour. Another sending yeah. off. Yeah. All yeah. right, let's go to the, back to the south coast. Southampton. They had a man sent off. They were beaten by Leicester City. The uh, the smooth voice of Claude Puel. Uh, he was he was a uh, beat. What am I trying to say? Here? He was beat. He was he was he beat his old team. <laughs> I got all excited about Claude Puel's voice there, but yes, he, he beat his old team. Of course, uh, the ever so popular Harry Maguire popped up with a fortuitous winner. The way people were talking about it was, ah, oh, there he is. Yeah. you know, off the back of the World Cup, and so it was bloody lucky. The first time I, I mean, saw it, I thought it was straight in. I thought that's a beauty. I nah, thought it was straight it, in. No, it wasn't. It was oh, it was deflected. deflected. Yeah. Well, uh, Gary, he shouldn't be shooting from there. <laughs> I know it went in in the ninety-second minute. You were doing your nut. <laughs> but there was, there, was a, there was a man on the edge of the box, yeah, and uh, and he could have put the ball in the box. He shouldn't be doing that. He you, got lucky. Are you, are you finding him for that? I, I would have done. Yeah, when he, I, I was, I would find him for celebrating on that all-weather pitch bit round the corners of, oh, yeah. the, of the particular shirt of, off of as the, well. That's a yellow. Well, shirt off for a yellow, and also he jumps on the all-weather pitch. That's going to scrape your elbows. That I tell That's you, burn the elbow. Yeah. Off. I tell you, whose goal wasn't deflected? Ryan Bloody Bertrand. Oh, what a beauty that peach. was! One of the goals of the weekend. I Fantastic. didn't going back to Maguire though. I, d- I didn't enjoy that uh, when Gary Lineker on Match of the Day um, quoted Jamie Vardy's Twitter or slab, tweet, slabhead, calling him slabhead. I'm like, he famously doesn't th- like that, does he? The all, well, who the would? All, when people when people sort of 
you see this, you saw this quite a lot at the World Cup. You'd get journalists sort of talking to Harry Maguire and call him slabhead and all these uh, things that um, talk about his forehead and things oh, like that. Please be my mate. It's and like you, that, you, well, it's like that. It yeah. is like that, but yeah. it's kind of like you being over familiar with people and using other people's kind of banter with a fr- with a close friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I know you're weird. right. It's like when people introduce themselves to you for the first time using their nickname. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> like Pete, when you introduce yourself to someone for the first time. When you call yourself Donaldinho. Donaldinho, yeah. I don't think it shows you in a great light. The original and best <laughs> Donaldinho. Uh, I always introduce myself as Peter. Yeah, you do. Even, actually, even yeah. though I'm Pete. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So that's a, a bit sort of a nickname, even though it might be Peter. on your birth certificate. PD. I'm going to have PD. PD, yeah. yeah. P. Diddley Donny. Uh, but yes. Too uh, familiar. I don't uh, like it. Well, Southampton, they're, they're playing all right. But they've only got one point from three, of course. Is that the habit you want to be in as a team? Well, Playing all right, but not <laughs> winning any games. Mark Hughes is already on full uh, yeah. full beam whinge-whinge. Mark, yeah. Mark Hughes basically is telegraphing Salanta staying in exactly 17th position all season. <laughs> <laughs> We're 17th in August, and we'll bloody well be 17th in May. Thank you very much. That is the kind of consistency that people want at this level mm. of football. Uh, yeah, I Southampton, yeah, they've not significantly... Um, improved the squad you would say they they only just about got away with it last season I'm looking at them and I'm thinking unless there's a big old January transfer window or something you know or unless they'll, they'll find Hughes... some gems in there no, tell, me, set up. tell me where their goals are coming from <laughs> well that, that's I the mean, problem that's... Ings looks a bit lively he's obviously got off the mark but you're not going to really on that yeah exactly really, yeah. 20 goals a season, well, or 15 mm. maybe for Dan Ings possibly I'd love fit. to see if he stays fit if he stay, I'd love to see him do it and there are other strikers Shane Long who doesn't score enough mm-hmm. and Charlie Austin who can't stay fit yeah and I think all the three of them are used at one point against Leicester. Danny Ings sort of toiled and then was dragged off. Austin came on possibly for him, but Austin definitely came on. Oh, and um, the Italian striker. Um, uh, Pellegr- um, what's his name? Um, Gabbiadini. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't score that much either. You know, different options up front. It's good to have those options, of course. But yeah, I, I, I do worry a little bit for Southampton. I've got to be honest uh, with you. I think I think he's unavailable anyway, Gabbiadini. He wasn't in the matchday squad, was he? Mm. So I think he might be injured. He's, right. He wasn't available anyway, or he just wasn't picked. But it was good to see uh, for Leicester, Damari Gray scoring. Yes. Is he one? Of, is, is he going to be one of those players who, at the age of 28, 29, has still got potential? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mm. mean. The sort of Sean Wright Phillips, he, Aaron Lennon. He's 22 of. now, though, to be fair. He's got a long way to go. He does. But I, just, I, 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 I think he's getting younger. <laughs> or older older, older older I think an older yeah is potential getting I don't know <laughs> he, he played off the left and um, I quite like him in that position and he popped up obviously and was able to score I think he's a good talented young player but mm-hmm. I mean you can't really say that about him now he's only 22 no, is he going to be one of those players who in of... six years time won't have done anything it's hard to say mind you though those players I just mentioned did have Premier League careers for most of their footballing careers speaking, so it's hardly a failure is it speaking of prospects of Premier League careers lovely to see um, Sholam Yorbi in a baby blue um, suit at the Newcastle Sky Sports uh, Studios. So we've oh. not put the Newcastle game in the running order, but you're doing everything in your power to get it in there. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah. just tell us how you felt when to, you saw Shola come up. I thought, to be fair, Nick, Pete Nick. talking about Shola in a baby blue suit, that's very welcome. We've that's got a picture very on brand. Shola Ramiobi is the only football player we've got a picture of up in the studio. It's the one where he's on a bike eating an apple. Yeah. There's rumours that he's... Oh, yeah. uh, in the Northern Rock Newcastle <laughs> training kit. I know, right? <laughs> Epic. <laughs> we've had some winners, haven't we? Northern Rock, Wonga... We've had all, oh, of, yeah. Yeah, all of the sponsors. <laughs> so Pete, how did done you, brilliantly. So you, you line up and you sit down in front of your telly or whatever and watch the the, the opening of the Newcastle-Chelsea game mm. and the first thing you see is Shola in the studio. You're loving that, it's are you? It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Was he's he a, a good pundit? He's 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he uh, rumours he might be in line for the Notts County job. Yeah. Because I honestly his, his thought friend, you... His friend Kevin Nolan just got the uh, Spanish he, archer. He, yeah, yeah, he's good. Nolan's gone. I honestly thought you were going to say lining up for the Newcastle job. Yeah. I really did. I, what, look, at the end of the season, who the fuck knows? <laughs> who the Here's fuck what knows? I imagine Shane Ramio's punditry would be like. He sort of toils, doesn't make any good points at all, and then um, Alan Shearer finishes it off. No, no, and then they start talking about Sunderland, and he makes one really good point. <laughs> <laughs> three, all right, then. <laughs> three really good points. <laughs> Let's go for a little break, and after which we'll talk about Wolves and Fulham, and Pete will do his email bit. Out come the Wolves. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Yes, we remember it fondly. Mm. Pete won't let us forget it. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. It's time for emails with Peter D. It is time for emails with me. Hello to... Email Dino. Craig uh, from Brisbane. He's actually a Sydney FC fan. Ooh, naughty. You have got um, loads of emails in your hand right now. I've got... Me, me, it's me running order and the emails at oh, the same okay. time. Oh, you didn't rip uh, it up this week. No, just to... <laughs> Pete runs yeah. it analogue. He doesn't have any sort of digital <laughs> display. <laughs> I just want to kill trees. Um, yeah, just a, just a quick uh, note, just a quick question, in fact. Basically, Sydney FC have signed Sim De Young. 
Tim De Jong, oh, yeah. uh, the ex-Ajax and Dutch international and ex-Newcastle player as Newcastle well. Hall of Fame. Um, uh, what, what does Pete think he can expect from Tim? Uh, is he damaged beyond repair? Uh, yes, he's fucked. Um, <laughs> he, he had a collapsed lung for crying out, crying out loud. Oh, um, hello to uh, Jambo. All right, boys, what's happening? Now, while I don't support Fort William FC, well, I have been to a couple of games. I can confirm that they've always been a wee bit pesh. Uh, I've just seen on uh, Twitter the following tweet though Highland League Fort William FC have been fined 150 quid and docked nine points for fielding an ineligible player on three occasions yeah. their current points total for the season now stands at minus three there's more about Fort William FC in the uh, in the section at the end of the show oh. um, I've got a bit more info on that Ooh, five games in the season minus nine points minus 46 goal difference already uh, yeah. Westy on the emails also appointed us in that direction um, hello to Michael Mastromarco fantastic name Michael yeah. uh, I like the name Michael too uh, is it like <laughs> Leganes, Leganes in uh, La Liga. Um, they've got a new uh, mascot, guys. Yes, it's a super cucumber. Oh, it kind of looks like wow. they've pushed a Ninja Turtle through a small sewer covering. <laughs> like yeah, it's, okay. it's just got into a big tube. Yeah, it's disgusting. As opposed to a shredder. Check that out if you can. <laughs> Check that out if you can. Very good. Um, hello, also to Richard Van der Peer. Back to uh, a bit of uh, Fort William FC as well. I've uh, been listening to Football Ramble for many years now. I've introduced you to my three sons: uh, Ruben, twenty-six; Oscar, twenty-four; and Arlo, fourteen. I was born and raised in West London. I've Stop. Also- <laughs> I was, oh, I've always been a QPR fan as are my eldest and youngest sons the middle one glory hunting Oscar is an Arsenal fan <laughs> not glory hunting mate no about 11 years ago we moved to the West Highlands of Scotland near yes you guessed it Fort William uh, my youngest has just passed a trial to play for their under 15 so it seems nice. that I'm destined to follow QPR and Fort William FC from now on I mean no disrespect to that man's son but I mean <laughs> Anyone could play for Fort William. Yeah, so so rude. Yeah, reach for the sky, pal. Yeah, that is so rude. It's a feeder club. <laughs> uh, and the area is beautiful and Ramble FC, if they ever fancy a game, not against Fort William, I hasten to add I'm the man to contact. Great. So, so they, basically, it sounds like he wants us to play his children at football. That's about our level, to be fair. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, yeah. Oh, I think they'll win. They'll almost certainly win, yeah. yeah. There we are. Nice yeah. one, Pete. You've got to get in touch with the show. As always, it's shortthefootballramble.com. Dot com. Mm. Now then, Wolves got a big point against Manchester City. Man City, a little bit off the boil. They can be got at. They've <sighs> dropped points. Luke, mm-hmm. with the uh, with the point swing that we talked about with Liverpool and Man City, where does this put it? Well, I mean, it's an interesting question because I know you're being facetious there, but I want to answer <laughs> it seriously. What's got to happen, of course, for, for Liverpool to, to get anywhere near Man City is... Other, team, <laughs> other teams have got to step up and get points off them. Yeah. And, and, and because it's, it's not realistic to suggest Liverpool can do it all themselves. Yeah. So, um, and we, Wolves have done that. But I, I, one of the things I, I watched that game and I bloody enjoyed it. It was a fantastic game and I thought Wolves deserve a lot of credit. I know their goal was very fortunate, but they toiled and they worked hard and, mm-hmm. they, and they, were, they were very, very compact. I they hustled. Co- I thought Conor Cody was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, uh, he looks like a real player. Um, João Moutinho, we know we've, we we know he's got performances in him. Of course, he he's done this around. for most yeah. of his career. But what? Yeah. Well, he was brilliant. But was it? But I don't know. One thing that's hard for me to ascertain was whether it was a blueprint for other teams and how to play against Man City, or whether Man City had an off day and Wolves got quite lucky. 
because Wolves almost went toe-to-toe with them for some of the game. But Man City mm. didn't create that many chances. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like they were hitting the... If well, Ru- they did if, hit the bar. If, if, Ru- if Rui Patricio didn't save oh, that. Oh, what a save. What a save. That was from Sterling shot. But, My goodness. Sure, I, I was an absolute peach of a save. But I mean, that's a 25, 30-yard or whatever it was. Hmm. Manchester City, you think about the amount of chances they created against, say, Huddersfield or something. Now, I know yeah. Huddersfield were a lot poorer than, than, say, Wolves. And Man City, of course, the better side, on another day, might have won that three or four. But I, I, I don't think Wolves were hanging on in the sort of traditional, uh, sort of newly promoted side against the champions. They're well of... worth their point, but I'll, yeah, I wonder. But what, what I'm saying is, I guess the question then, to, to frame it in a different way, is that a, an indicator for how other teams can approach Man City, or is it just the case that Man City didn't play that well? I think Man because City... because if just very sorry to, to finish, if on another day if they play that game again next Saturday and mm. Wolves play exactly the same way. Man City are at it. They could have smashed them. Like, well, so I it's mean, difficult to say. Yeah, sure, and that, and that's football for it. I think Wolves have a player like Joao Moutinho. You can keep the ball. And well, Neves put, is very good at keeping it as well. Yeah, so they put the put the foot on the ball and they can take a bit of pressure off the defence and so on and so forth. I, I'm not sure that is a blueprint for some teams. I mean, they say take uh, Fulham, who we're just going to come on to. You know, Fulham can knock the ball around as well, but I'd say Fulham are a little bit softer in defence than say Wolves are. Yeah. So if, if Fulham were to try and take that approach, which they may well do. I'm not sure they'll get too much joy against Manchester City. Mm. Other sides, they don't have a player like Moutinho or, or, or Neves, you know, or something yeah. like that. So uh, I'm not sure it does, but it but it gives other sides belief, certainly. It gives other sides belief that, you know, Man City, anybody can have an off day. And actually, if we do play our own game and we are sort of compact and solid and and try and do all the kind of cliched things, then, then there is a point. I mean, that's the thing. We've talked about Arsenal so many times. Arsenal are better than the majority of the sides in the Premier League. But when, when, when sides go to the Emirates, they think, we know we can get at them. Mm. We know, And that belief, that hope, just gives you that extra little spring in your step and so on. And a point for Wolves there, I'm not sure how long it'll last because Man City, they'll win the next five or six and hammer yeah. teams or whatever. But it just gives a little bit more confidence for sides going against Manchester City. And that does count for something Aguero, in the long run. Aguero only got four points in Fantasy League this week. Yeah. Which and that is a leveller. It's yeah. a leveller for everyone. twice, I think, didn't he? <laughs> um, I thought just very, very quickly, Cody was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Comfort at Liverpool, really highly rated. Captained England at a lot of youth levels, I think, yeah. as well. Um, obviously went away to get some first-team football and has now found himself back in the Premier League. And uh, I thought he looked excellent. Yeah, I, he was I really thought good. he was fantastic. I think it's going to be a big season for him, actually. Is he related to Jamie Carragher? He must be his son. He looks exactly <laughs> like him. He <laughs> speaks exactly like him as well. <laughs> what yeah. about Willy Bolly, Peter? Yeah. I enjoyed the briefest of uh, glances after he scored that goal to the referee and then just started celebrating. Just yeah. went wild. I mean, it, it kind of took the shine off for like a second, and he was like, "Oh, fuck it, I'm doing it." It was great that it was great enough in the, the post match interview when whoever it was interviewing him, and it wasn't Jess Reeves, I don't think, um, <laughs> told Guardiola and another Man City player that it was a handball, and they didn't know. Oh wow! wow. And so they were like, they, but they reacted. Well, it weren't appeal. They weren't really appeals, were they? If I, I don't rightly. think so. No, I don't think it wasn't. So. Um, but yeah, it was quite, I think it was because I, th- I can't remember who headed it just before that. Because he got a flick on, didn't he? It was like a flick yeah. on and then a flick on onto him. Yeah. 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 And I think that sort of distracted everybody. But yeah. like, tee hee, naughty. I tell you what, we also say about, you know, newly promoted sides and so on who will be very happy to stay in the division next season. Now, you'd expect Wolves to have more of a, uh, an ambition than that. Yeah. But they've lost just two of their 28 home games under Nuno Espirito Santo, uh, winning 18 and drawing eight from, uh, from, from them stats provided by Opta, I think it was, or BBC. And 
you know, that, that home form is going to be crucial to Wolves. And they showed it there against Manchester City. They showed it. It's not going to be an easy place to go. And bearing in mind in the Championship, you say, well, they've lost two of 28. Well, the Championship, the games come thick and fast. And teams take points off, off each other and so on and so forth. That home form for them is going to be crucial. And it was also fantastic because it was the first game of the weekend. How many times have we seen that 12.30 kickoff on a Saturday be a dull, drab affair? Mm, yeah. It was a fantastic game because Wolves and Man City both went about it in the right spirit and they should be rewarded for that. They should And be. they were rewarded with a point each. A point each. Was it fair to say that the uh, the four o'clock kickoff on Sunday, the TV cameras, they got the wrong game? They really <laughs> did. Yeah. And, and, and I think they even referenced that halfway through. They went, oh, I knew we'd pick the wrong game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I was at uh, Craven Cottage and uh, it was a lovely old time. Fulham with their first win of the season, well-deserved. Mm. Um, interesting, we, we mentioned Burnley obviously the Europa League business and so on. Dyche admitted that they are struggling a little with playing Europa League football combined with Premier League and he said the negativity, presumably he's talking about from the media, the negativity surrounding all this about players having to play Europa League uh, and then Premier League and so on is having a bad effect on his players. And I thought, well, if journalists keep saying that to players, then <laughs> then, then make sure your voice what? is heard. Even... Well, some kind of psychosomatic way of making <laughs> the players tired by telling them they're tired all yeah. the time. If you lot wouldn't keep going on about our trips to... Turkey or Greece <laughs> yeah. or wherever they've been. Yeah. I think to myself, Sean, get your voice in there. I mean, it's not exactly, it's not a voice that they're not going to hear through the I mean, crowd, is it? No. I mean, Marcus, I'll defer to you because you're actually at the game. But from mm. what I saw, Burnley looked very tired. And and if Mitrovic is now oh. adding finishing to his game, then watch out for me. <laughs> I said a week or so ago that he's one of the best forwards in the league he's... until he gets to finishing. But he, I mean, he, he should have had a hat trick. He could have. Mm. He, he nearly did. He obviously hit the post and then surely got the rebound. Uh, I, I say something, Peter. He is the new Brian McBride. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> he was the new Alan Shearer. Fuck all he is. But did you, did you have that situation? Because you saw the game. So, so they. So Burnley have got Tarkowski and me at the back, playing yeah. centre back. And, and Tarkowski's been in England squads, and they've both mm. got a lot of credit for how well they defended, and they have defended very well. Yeah. Did they find it difficult to deal with Mitrovic? Because yeah. I, every, every, every defender I've seen live play against Mitrovic has found it really difficult. He's he's yeah. magnificent. He, yeah. He's super. The, the, the thing is with his finishing, you know, oddly, I, I, I hate to say this for, for poor old Joe Hart because he's, he's been around, he's been through the ringer, you know, yeah. for, for, in relative terms. The first goal, he was a little bit at sea. It was a tricky ball to deal with with, with Kenny, but his positioning, questionable. The second Mitrovic goal... Mm. Where Mitrovic actually sort of heads it, sort of fairly tamely I don't down know the where centre. Hart was going. Well, exactly. Like, it's clear he, you know, he firmly got it. Mitrovic. He didn't have to do a huge leap. Yeah. So it was not. It was no danger that it was going to go over his head. And Hart sort of anticipated that happening. And Mitrovic. Well, did he though? No. Well, he's. Well, he, well, I don't know what he was doing. He, he anticipated it and then applied that anticipation in quite a bizarre way. Yeah. Well, but Mitrovic <laughs> it ended up. Mitrovic actually fairly tamely heading it. Mm. in the centre of the goal which if he'd have stayed where he was he would have probably not had to move mm. so with regards to Mitrovic's finishing I, I know what you mean but you have to take that into account so yeah Joe Hart I, I, it, it's strange when you see a goalkeeper's confidence be shot to pieces mm. and you think will they ever get it back well you just sort of think oh well maybe the next club maybe the next club and then it just yeah. never bloody happens well look what Carriers has done I think he's gone to Turkey hasn't he yeah, yeah, sure to his career much to Mignolet's uh, ire yeah, why is that and bemusement because I think Mignolet he wants to play but he thought he was the number he wanted to move I think. Right, okay. And he was thinking. And now he can't because Carriers has moved. Well, he said, yeah, because Carriers right. was the number two. And he was thinking, well, hang on, I'm, if I'm the number three, surely I get the move. No, That's no, class. No, I, I smell uh, a sitcom there. <laughs> they race against time for second and third choice keepers to get sold as soon as possible. Because yeah. <laughs> if they don't, if the other one goes, it's a zero sum game. That's right. If one goes, you're staying, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, go back to Fulham, you know, Jean Michel uh, or Michael Seri, rather. That's a fantastic goal. Absolutely beautiful mm. goal uh, to get his. Is he account. coming up to speed now? Because oh, he looked man. brilliant. He, he just looks like he's having a lovely old time. Yeah. And this is a guy, what is he, 20? 
27 years old. You know, he's not that young. He's not old, but he's not that young. Playing for Fulham, and this is, again, I just reiterate that Barcelona are interested in him. Amazing that he is in, in West London playing I, I, for Fulham. He may only be there for a season if he mm. continues this, but I've seen blimey, him, they'd make a few quid off him. If I've seen him twice in the flesh this season already. And I tell you, if you're, if you're an aspiring midfield player, yeah. I mean, the way he makes space for himself, Very tidy it, every single time, he just takes two or three steps to the left or Very right, intelligent the front or back, play. and he's always in space. Yeah. Mm. So if you're picking up the ball in whatever area of the pitch, pretty much, he's always there as an available option. Mm-hmm. Now, the only criticism I'd make of him is that he, when I've seen him, he's tired. Um, he tired badly against Palace, but it was the opening game. It's mm-hmm. fair enough. I, mean, it, I don't know if he played the whole game against Burnley, but yeah. it, once he gets up to speed, my goodness me, he's going to be a fantastic player. Absolutely right. Yeah, and, and it was good for Schurler to get off the uh, to get to nice get finish the as well. Nice finish. He had a few efforts, but he looked absolutely delighted. And I, I, I just wonder for Fulham. They, 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 there's there's great unity in that squad. They're playing some good football. It's just can they can they stop conceding sloppy goals? Because Burnley scored a couple, which really Fulham should have dealt with, you know. Mm. So they're going to be entertaining but, Fulham. They, I tell you what, they'll always be goals when they play. They, have, great to, going they have to win those sort of games at home to Burnley. They do, and the, and, the, and the litmus test for them is when they come up against better teams. Yes. How, how do they play without the ball? Absolutely. And, and at the moment, you don't know if they're going to be good enough. Yeah, damn right. Um, let's stay in West London, shall we? Go down mm. to the Championship. Because fair's fair, Peter Donaldson. At Queen's Park Rangers, they got a win at home to Wigan. Well done, Steve McLaren and his men. <laughs> a sign, a sign well in, done. A last-minute signing got the goal as well. That's right. Yeah, they picked up Nucky Wells and Tom Hemed, haven't they? Hemed on loan from Brighton, yeah. Paul Cook was fuming. Paul Cook was fuming. And we, we got to mention He's fuming this. a lot, to be fair. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, nothing new there. We've got to mention this because... <laughs> was it 7-1 and then, what, 3 or 4-0 at home? It was 3-0 at home, I think. Yeah, they, they've, they've gone through. And you said, Luke, well, what's the reaction of the team? It's going gonna, it's gonna to show us. Well, there's your reaction. Yeah. All right, eventually. I didn't see the game, so it's very hard for me to know if they're any good. I saw Wigan had quite a lot to play. They did. Well, they looked like there was a foul in the build-up to the... Go- I mean, there was a foul in the build-up. Let's <laughs> be quite clear about that. Yeah. Uh, and then Paul Cook, the cookie monster, said, I pride myself on not giving referees criticism. But when you watch... Can I just that- say, before you go <laughs> <to> the- <laughs> if, if that sentence ends with a but... He's managed, he's managed my club, and I can tell you that is not true. I love it. You can pride yourself all you want, Paul. Yeah. It's not true. That's what he prides himself on. <laughs> not giving referees criticism. I pride myself on not... Not eating anything with MSG in it. You've got <laughs> soy sauce down your front. <laughs> you think the Chinese, mate? But when you look back at that decision, I can't see how he gets it wrong. There must be some yeah. sort of joke in there because the referee in that game was genuinely called Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So there, there has to be some sort of joke around that. The father jerk, of the, father of the. <laughs> b- um, well, that's got to come out. <laughs> It doesn't have to come out because we are disassociating ourselves. Yeah. That's a shame. That was, oh, I thought that wasn't bad. But there we are. Um, yes. So, we, yeah. so there we are. The Cookie Monster's unhappy, but Steve mm. McLaren is happy. For and now. I think in, in, so I think that's fine, isn't it? I quite like Steve McLaren as a chap. Do yeah, you? but he keeps, he keeps being really bad at his job. He's quite, he's part so of the furniture, isn't if he? You've he's ever, part of the if you've ever, yeah. he's part of the furniture. Has he ever managed your club? He's, uh, then well, I have very different ideas about a, what Steve McLaren is. Pete, I am a huge ta- FC20 fan. Pete, what are your takeaways from his time at Newcastle United? He got given a lot more money than any other Newcastle manager in recent history and pissed it all up a wall. <laughs> so in many ways, he's responsible for Mike Ashley being so... Uh, so Spendthrift. So, uh, yeah, par- so parsimonious now. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why um, certain sections of foreign media are defending uh, Mike Ashley at the moment. I mean... I, that is a sewer anyway, but I mean, they just seem to be 
Um, I, I don't, they've got this thread at the moment. <laughs> we don't talk about Newcastle, but they've got this thread at the moment. We can go for a break at any time you want. Keys and Gray, and they just, they just, <laughs> they just get. They've got a thread. Thinking, oh, we can, we can troll everyone on this, and Newcastle fans will get upset. Yeah, and the thing blah, about blah, that, blah, blah. The, the beautiful thing about that, everyone is, rises to the bit. They can, so, no, they can say whatever they want, but in the grand scheme of things, no one cares. Yeah, because they're, they're in a some outpost mm. where no one watches their shit anyway um, even though Richard Key said it's the biggest show in the world great so remember, what, no remember I, I think they put didn't they put an episode of their show on YouTube last year not sure and he, he had I'm rarely tapping he Andy really Gray into the YouTube search bar he had very Keys had very built up shoes Oh, that yeah, wouldn't very, surprise me. The yeah. Simon Cowell Tom Cruise type mm. look um, by the way QPR play Birmingham next and Birmingham are yet to win a game so that'll mm. be a real, a really interesting game for them that'll in the be. league. I mean, I think they've got a cup game in between that, but that's their next league mm. game. A lot of quality on show. Let's go to a break for oh, God's sake right. before Pete goes Newcastle loud. mad. Press the button, Peter. Because I'm good at what I do in in uh, the football world, and you can't pull the wool over my eyes. Not now, Richard. Yeah. Oh, there he is Big again, Richard. There he is again, Richard. Big Sam was piping up uh, last week. You know, Gary Neville criticised, so it's a bit of a difficult one to get your head around. It's almost like a shit football inception, this. Oh, blimey. So basically, Shitception. Gary, Big Sam was criticising Unai Emery for his tactics. So then Gary Neville criticised Big Sam. Then Big Sam came back about Gary Neville. And did you see what he said? He said, he said, I think I've gotten a right to an opinion. I've managed seven Premier League teams and I've been the manager for like 25 years or something. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like... He's got to the point now where he's annoyed about what other people say about him because he's he's not doing anything. Yeah, he's got no he's got no work, has he? So he's not doing anything. But you can, you can manage all, any all the clubs in the world, but someone can disagree with your opinion. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah. Get him, get him like a defensive coach job or something somewhere. Because <clears throat> mm. he, he can marshal the defense. Well, because he's already very defensive. Yeah, about his opinion. Donny, <laughs> <laughs> you, you could work with him. True. Um, the no. preview show <laughs> sponsored by Bet Three Six Five is uh, is going to be out on Thursday, featuring. Jim Campbell, I'll say featuring Jim's back yeah. uh, on then. Um, how did our best yeah. better get on, Luke? Um, I believe they failed. Sophie, wasn't it? Yeah, she mm. she had Arsenal half-time, full-time, but the game was, Sam, was it one or at half-time? One or at half-time. Mm. Um, so it's a, it's a no-win, also known as a loss. Yes. <laughs> so we're looking for a new better uh, for Thursday's show and show at thefootballramble.com with best bet in the subject line. Yeah. And I will pick another best bet with bet365 on Thursday. We are yet to get off the mark, people. I know. So you need to step up. I know it's I know the bottleneck, the obvious bottleneck is it's me selecting the bets. Mm. But I do select them at a fairly random situation. Yeah, yeah. Just grab one and see, yeah, that looks fine. I'll, I'll take that one. I don't put enough thought into it. Yeah. So Because it can't be me doing it. No. So it's on you, listeners. Yeah. You're the Birmingham at the moment. Can't pick a point. Yeah. Three draws, I think they've got. We're looking for a QPR kind of, you know, surprise win. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's been bad. We're not comparing ourselves to Steve McLaren yet. Uh, Not yet, no. (laughs) No. Uh, But best bet in the title of the email for crying out loud. Now then, let's crack open the WhatsApp group. Um, I've got a jingle, Marcus. Oh, Oh, lovely. You've got a jingle. Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. No, we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! That's good. There you go. Nice. Little jingle. Very good, yeah. He's using the tools he's been given. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Quite effectively. I like the way Pete sometimes does that without telling you what's happening. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what, what else you, do you do? You're not even proud of your work, are you, Pete? No, no. It's, it's, I'm annoyed at him. Make it, to be honest. <laughs> Do you do a lot of things to people without telling them it's happening? Uh, no. I'm going to go with no on that All one. All right. On a bank holiday weekend, you do. 
Oh, right, enough. the WhatsApp yeah. group. What's up first? I've got a couple of bits. You Ooh. enjoyed uh, Patrick Van Arnhout responding to a tweet that requested him um, to have a go at the Deli Alley high ha- hand over at the eye uh, thing by mm. saying, "I'm 28 years old next week. I'd rather read the Financial Times or something." Yeah, I don't really get it. <laughs> I just, I think he just panicked. And went, "I'd rather, I'd rather read the uh, what? What are people? Quick, clever go- people do? Google newspaper. Name of newspapers. Name of clever pa- yeah, that- person newspapers. I, I, I saw that tweet and I said, "Maybe it he's to getting you guys. a Bitcoin." Like other footballers have done in the Who's past. Who's Robson Carney? Yeah, Hal yeah. Robson Carney. Um, <laughs> I, I, I disappeared down. There's a there's a mad Wikipedia page. I'll, t- I'll let you know how I got to it. So I saw that Patrick Van Arnholt thing of him saying he'd rather read the Financial Times than copy Delhi Alley celebration. Yeah, fine. Set it to you guys, and I, I typed in Patrick Van Arnholt into Wikipedia because mm. I thought to myself, he's one of those players who seems like he's been around for quite a long time, yeah. and he has. He's, he's what is he late twenties now? Anyway, I then found out he's, well, he's, new, he's 28 years old next week. Oh yeah, sure yeah. <laughs> He's Leroy Fur's cousin. Did you know that? I didn't know that. His cousins were Leroy Fur. Okay. Right? I don't know how that's passed me by. I then clicked on the the, the live link for cousins or whatever on yeah. Wikipedia, and it came up with a massive page of footballing families. Really? And I found out that Ashley Young's got a brother who plays for Crawley Town that I didn't know about Good either. Golden Bennett. What? Did you know that? I, I didn't, didn't know, know that, that at all. Yeah. There we go. So if you if you if you want to tell us your favourite. Um, footballing families and don't do the Clive Allen thing because that's been done to death and yeah. we know about the Wallaces as well more obscure ones uh-huh. do uh, do let us know yeah we know about the Nevilles yeah. we know about the Loudrops <laughs> okay and the Charltons <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but also uh, surrounding the, the, the Crystal Palace chat as well, I, I did enjoy, uh, as we all did on the WhatsApp group, and, and a number of people as well, um, Roy Hodgson's comments about Harry the Hornet before the match. Wilfred Zaha got his traditional treatment in a Premier League game, of course. But was Roy Hodgson actually asked about this specific event, or did he, he just come been. out with it? Well, <laughs> the way he ends the quote is so sinister. It's fantastic. Well, he, he remembered that a couple of years ago, Harry the Hornet... Uh, provoked the crowd by doing a dive, didn't he, when, yeah. when uh, Zaha yeah. was there. Now, Zaha, I, I, I don't know what's going on with Zaha. Is he, is he a massive knobhead? Or why do people target this guy so much? I know he's you know, a good player and so on, but he gets so much treatment, it seems so unfair on him anyway. So even the, the mascot was uh, sticking the boot in, and Hodgson actually said, if you're asking me whether, whether Harry the Hornet, who I presume is the mascot... Well, he is. <laughs> should be, what, what, what other capacity could he possibly be there? Is he the left-back? Yeah, It's um, not an actual Hornet, boy. <laughs> is he the club doctor? Why yeah. is he dressed like a big hornet? I'm confused because I thought hornets were very small and that one seems quite large. <laughs> uh, yes. Obviously, yes, he's the mascot. So if you're asking me whether Harry the Hornet, who I presume is the mascot, should dive in that way, I think it's disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, and the way he ended the quote, because he's fuming. Yeah, he yeah. Is. He said, uh, if I found out about him doing it again, I'd stop it. <laughs> What are you going to do? Like, pull his head off? Like, expose him? Spray some um, anti-wasp spray. I, li- yeah. I like ang- angry Hodgson. Would, yeah, but, angry would, would, confusing. Would, I mean, you know that fa- that famous moment? It's like a video or a gif or whatever of Roy Hodgson. Sammy on, Lee. No, Ro- no, no. Roy Hodgson oh. on the bench when the Iceland winner goes in. Oh, yeah. And he's, he looks really, so it's really sad. Yeah, he looks yeah, quite yeah. undignified. Would him having a punch-up with a man <laughs> versus a hornet, <laughs> would that beat it? Would that I, be worse? It'd be up there for me. Yeah, I think it would be. I think Hodgson could do a bit of damage. To Harry the Hornet. <laughs> so he was wise to, uh, to sidestep um, that one. According to someone I know who was working at the game um, at Vicarage Road at the weekend, apparently Harry the Hornet was being a knobhead, but he wasn't directly targeting Zaha. Is that right? My friend who goes but, to... But yeah, Kapue was in some of the other Yeah, players. well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Kapue definitely was. Oh, I feel um, so sorry for Zaha. My friend said that, um, oh, I'll go to... He works at Premier League games all the time. He said, I never really noticed mascots, but I always noticed Harry the Hornet. He's a right. dickhead. But he wasn't targeting Zaha particularly. Right, okay. So there we go. Leave it alone. There we go. Do you want a Fort William FC update? Well, I think we should go to Scotland. 
because I've got um, one or two bits. But if, no, you go, with, no, you go first, and I'll go sure? for William at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I want to mention too. Actually, uh, I, I want to mention the, the, the comeback of the weekend. We talked uh, about Bournemouth, of course. But it has to go down to old Wraithy Rovers. They were down to ten men. Another sending off. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's everywhere. And three-one down with three minutes plus injury time to go. They were away to Airdrie. The Millwall of Scotland, as many people have described <laughs> it to me, as uh, north of the border. Why and, do they call it that? Um, because they're a bit nasty. Are they? Yeah, a bit tasty out there. They're before you, mate. In Airdrie. They're on 3G. They're, they're yeah. probably in agony. <laughs> <laughs> Any slide. Like, oh, my God, the agony. Is it a 3G pitch? It's a 3G pitch. I was watching the highlights and the, um, the sun was sort of bouncing off the plastic... Yeah. Uh, the synthetic plastic grass. I've yeah. got all emotional there. Well, they got <laughs> oh, the three G. Oh. Takes oh. you back, doesn't it? Oh. Their, their real name is Adrianians, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it was Adrianians. Then they, they, the club went out of business, and it was Adrian United. But I think it might be back to Adrianians. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yes, they, so they were three one up. Uh, Ray Throvers were, were, were down to ten men. Two goals down. Three minutes to go. They won four three. Yeah. Scenes of celebration. When, when, the, when the player got sent off, the keeper was straight out. He was yeah. he had to run half the length of the pitch <laughs> to fight the aggressor. Joe, Joe Hart kept doing that. Did he? Right? <laughs> yeah. Straight out there. Like, oh, Mitch, that's Mitch just his positioning. Yeah. When Mitch was in the area, <laughs> he didn't realise the ref had blown. One of the, um, one of the score scorers for uh, for Wraith, um, I think, was uh, a, a guy called uh, Joe uh, Vittoria, Portuguese guy. Spent his whole life in the lower reaches of uh, Scotland. Love that. That's that's you don't see that very often. Do you? I tell you I what, he it. carries on like that. He'll get his move to Wolves. <laughs> that's what's happening there. Um, but also, just before we go to Fort William, Carl Lafferty has moved back to Rangers, yeah. scored two goals, even though they, they drew three. Well, Craig Levine was asked how his squad had been affected by Lafferty leaving, because Lafferty scored a lovely goal to win the game against Celtic, and he said, well, the average IQ of the squad has gone up, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no decorum. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Uh, he's not bitter about it. Big Craigie. Um, <laughs> chaps, I've got amazing Here news. Here we go. Here we go. Fantastic news. Fort William FC scored two goals at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Wow. Two. They scored two. Have they scored this season or they scored well, one? They scored they're, they're, they're just, I think two games they scored one. 11-1 right, yeah. was one of well, them. They scored two. Conceded wow. eight, sadly. Uh, it's getting better. They getting lost eight-two. And, and so getting a couple of goals is a positive. Did they but, go two up? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, People would be going, what is tearing up the season tickets? Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> I don't come here for this. Um, but um, I want to be a little bit more respectful than that. To, to <laughs> They're having a recruitment drive and a meeting about uh, new recruitment of new uh, volunteers and staff on Sunday 9th of uh, September. Um, they're basically looking for anyone who thinks they can lend expertise or help to improve the club. So if you're in the area, get down there. They're at Fort William FC on Twitter. They're very good on Twitter as well. So mm. do check that out. 8-2, I think, by my calculations, around January time, they might get a draw. Luke, if you were in the area and you went along to that uh, little gathering, how would you su- suggest that they should improve things? I'll tell you something now. Yep. I'll stick my neck out here now mm. and say, you if might... I went there, yeah. I reckon I could improve them. Yeah. Luke. I reckon I could improve them. I reckon I could give them... What would you do? Them... <laughs> Just, I'd, co- I'd coach them. What possible mind, advice? Mind coach. <laughs> Ah, Luke mind Moore, coaching. mind yeah. coach. Positive Can somebody attitude. do like a parody at Photoshop of, of Luke Moore, mind hunter? <laughs> oh, of speaking of that, that, I've also asked everyone who follows us on Twitter, which is obviously at Football Ramble, to start off their football manager career with Fort William nice. and s- send us who can do the best and the best person. If you win like the Champions League with Fort William or something, Pete's going to send you a personalised video message. Yeah, but you, you, know said that, you said that, Luke, but obviously, I um, didn't clear it you're, first, you're not a gamer, you haven't got a fucking clue. So, I'm, I'm a uh, basic not, bitch. It's not actually in the, it's your basic bitch and there's, 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 they're not actually officially in the game. You've got to download, no, they're not. You've got to download a Steam patch that somebody's made of the lower leagues. What's a Steam patch between friends? Yeah. Everyone's got it. Good point. Everyone's mm-hmm. got it, mate. It's, well, it's no, to help you, you come well, and talk to me about if Steam you're, patch. If you're it's a fan-created Steam patch. It's not licensed. 
Mate, I was using steam patches when you were in short trousers. Mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He used to be addicted to steam, got the patches on, not anymore. Exactly. Um, exactly. With, I don't have any cravings exactly. anymore. Exactly. <laughs> with, with Fort William, what I would do... Now, I don't know whether this is true or not, but I saw somewhere online that there's um, a, a, a tribe somewhere in Africa, and what they do is if someone has done something a bit naughty or, or they've the, the, some sort of failing, mm. um, the tribe, they gather around that person and for, for a considerable in an hour or two, they just they essentially bombard that person with compliments on what's good about them and try oh. and encourage them to yeah. a better way. And that's why do I do ramble meetings. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's what I. That's what I do at Fort William. I basically gather all around, get a load of people, and just go. You can stand straight. Yeah. You know, you've got. You can lace your boots. Yeah. You know, you can. You, your touch is is not terrible. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> try and build them up. You are a semi-professional. Yeah. Well, just a. I want to see him do well. Player. I want to see him get a win. I desperately want to see them get a win. I think we all do. So we're going to keep going with this until they get a win. <laughs> if that doesn't motivate them, nothing will. I, I might have a crack at the Football Manager Challenge as well. Go for it, Donny. Now you're talking. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble for this week. Thank you very much for listening. We're back on Thursday. Jim Campbell's with us. Oh, My goodness, let's see what we're state you're looking forward in. to that. Yeah, a change is as good as a rest. I would say so. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. Bye, Marcus. Goodbye from me too. Could somebody do a steam patch with us in it? Love that.